This is the John Oakley Show podcast. As we clip along into hour two, don't forget hour three sees our panel after 520 and topics worthy of discussion. This is the big one du jour has to do with the whole SNC-Lavalin scandal. The prime minister adding the latest installment with his presser earlier this morning, for better, for worse. Uh, From the liberal perspective, I'm not sure. But uh, I guess if you're in the ranks of the NDP, this would be tantamount to manna from heaven, uh, certainly having augmented their chances as the progressive voice uh, to the detriment of the liberals, if you believe the damage is going to be so severe come the election seven months out. Jagmeet Singh, by the way, their leader, was in town for a town hall here in Toronto earlier today, and he called out Trudeau for uh, what he perceived to be crony capitalism or helping his buddies. We, we know with the current scandal, this is clearly a scandal about helping powerful friends in good places as opposed to helping people out. We know this is, that's a reality. All right, well, that was Jagmeet Singh. I mean, uh, really central to it, as I discussed in the last segment with Lisa Raitt, political interference in a criminal prosecution seems to be the nub of the matter for me. But let's get the take from the NDP ranks. Tracy Ramsey has joined us, the NDP member for Essex and also their critic for international trade and the deputy critic for labor. Tracy, good to have you on The Oakley Show. Good afternoon. Thanks, John. Good to be here. All right. Uh, So uh, just a general sense you had from what was your takeaway from Justin Trudeau's presser this morning? Well, I think his reaction today really showed, uh, you know, that he's not understanding how serious Canadians are taking this. Uh, We certainly didn't hear accountability from him. We didn't hear an apology from him. He spoke about leadership, but what we saw was a lack of leadership. You know, he was blaming others, blaming his staff, uh, saying he was out of touch with what was happening in his own office. And he was really heavily discrediting the former attorney general. Um, so, you know, I don't know if uh, the prime minister thinks that coming in a press conference in front of people in Ottawa constitutes testimony, but we've been consistently calling for him to come under oath. Uh, he really needs to come and speak to Canadians and not in a press conference where, you know, he's got limited time and is kind of controlling uh, what's happening in that space. Canadians want the truth, and we need a public inquiry. This is something that we've been calling for consistently out of the NDP. And, you know, yes, the Justice Committee is doing some work, although the Liberals on that committee are working hard, I think, to not allow everyone to come forward and to ensure that Canadians are only seeing a piece of the story. Um, And of course, we have the Ethics Commissioner doing an investigation, but these are very limited scopes. We need a full public inquiry. Yeah, watching the Justice Committee in action yesterday, and your own member and colleague, Charlie Angus, was right on point. I mean, he gets back to the nub of it, as I said, the political interference in a criminal prosecution. So all this other stuff, when Justin Trudeau tries to paint it as uh, a matter of saving jobs in Quebec or, uh, you know, still wanting to petition the AG with a, a third party party advice from Beverly McLaughlin or whatever. Is he misapprehending things? You said he's misapprehending the severity of the issue uh, mm-hmm. for, for Canadians. But is he the out of the loop guy who just doesn't get it, doesn't understand not just the gravity, but what is central to all of this? Uh, or is he just trying to maybe uh, sow the seeds of doubt, uh, thinks he can actually offer up a narrative that will convince Canadians? What do you think is going on in his head? I think uh, the second half of what you said, I think they're trying to spin this, but what this shows is how out of touch 
uh, himself and his government is with Canadians. Because when they trot out the job argument, of course we're worried about workers in Canada. Everyone is. Um, But when, you know, first of all, there's no credibility behind the 9,000 jobs. We heard that revealed yesterday in the testimony. Uh, Ms. May brought that forward. You know, today even it was debunked by several uh, news outlets. The fact that this number really just came from the meeting that he had with SNC-Lavalin where they told him this is the threat that we're under. Um, But, you know, if he really was standing up for workers and for jobs, he hasn't been in Oshawa. There's 30,000 jobs under threat there. The Sears pensioners, 14,000 people across our country. Uh, these are places where public policy and legislation would have been welcome, and people are looking for solutions to save those jobs. So I really think it's just a, a liberal spin at this point, trying to uh, turn the dial and get people distracted from what you're talking about, which is the root of what has happened here. And, you know, we saw Mr. Butts yesterday attempting to muddy things, you know, at times veering into his personal relationship uh, with the former AG, uh, you know, revealing things that we hadn't heard before, talking about the offer that was made to her to have the Indigenous uh, file, which she turned down because she felt, you know, she couldn't take on as an Indigenous person in Canada, uh, you know, the responsibility for the Indian Act in Canada. So, you know, it's quite interesting to me that the Prime Minister comes forward and is able to say whatever he wants around a time period, but we don't get a full story. Um, Mr. Butts comes forward, and we certainly don't have that full story. Jody Wilson-Raybould has still only been able to tell half of her story. She's been restricted on what she can reveal. And we now know that things happened after uh, the date that she uh, quit the Cabinet and that she was shuffled that Canadians need to see, and that's why we need her back at the committee. And uh, we've called as opposition parties for an emergency meeting uh, to bring the committee back next week to have the conversation around that very piece. Um, But again, the public inquiry is what is needed here. The Prime Minister under oath and certainly Ms. Wilson-Raybould coming back to uh, the committee and having the opportunity that was afforded to Mr. Wernick. And that's a repeat visit to explain uh, after the fact. But if it's a Liberal-dominated committee, what is the uh, prospect of actually having your motion carry the day? Well, and that hits the nail on the head. You know, there's a lot of talk about the independence of the committee and how they're operating on their own. I'm not sure that Canadians believe that. And and that's, you know, if the committee members that are Liberals on that committee want the truth, then they would allow the full witness list that were submitted uh, by our party and and the Conservatives. They would, you know, have perhaps Mr. Butts have been sworn in under oath yesterday, which they also turned over. Um, You know, if they really are looking to seek transparency, That's not what they're showing to Canadians. It looks like they are hiding things and it looks like they are controlling uh, what is being brought before the committee. So it really just shows the limited scope of the committee. It's important work, um, but the committee won't be able to get down to that route that you're talking about. Um, We really need a wider scope uh, than what the study is at the committee. And the way to do that is the public inquiry. Which would be able to, correct me if I'm wrong, what, subpoena things like Jerry uh, Butts' cell phone and so on? Yes, um, we would be able to dig. And again, it wouldn't be Liberals who are saying yes or no to the requests that are brought, the motions that are brought before the committee. Uh, It would take it out of their hands. And that's what's needed at this point. Um, This isn't a partisan issue. This is an issue that cuts to the heart of our democracy. And whether or not the Prime Minister's office is, uh, you know, bending at the will of corporations versus Canadians. And that's a legitimate fear that Canadians have. Is You know, and this is why it's so serious, because people then start to look at our system and say, why should I vote? 
they're doing the same thing they've always done. And, you know, that doesn't serve Canadians well to have people who feel that their vote isn't achieving uh, any anything good in our country. It's just helping uh, corporations, and in this case, big liberal donors, uh, be able to get exactly what they want put into legislation. That's crony capitalism. Well, uh, mm-hmm. Tracy, I really appreciate your coming on and giving us the NDP side of things. Uh, seems to echo some of the other members in the opposition and seems like uh, there's at least the uh, collective shared point of view uh different from the liberals there you're all acting in concert that might even be something heartening here in the body politic in this country thanks so much for your time this afternoon thanks john you got it tracy ramsey again with the ndp for essex and their deputy critic for labor well you know she echoed lisa Raitt's sentiment as well uh that there's a public inquiry or an rcmp investigation that is beckoning now that you've heard from the principals, not entirely, Jody Wilson-Raybould could stand a repeat, uh, reprise her act there if uh, they get their way in the opposition. Uh, we'll have to hold our breath. I want to see how this plays out. Politically, that could be untenable for the liberal-dominated committee to shut that down. But still, is a public inquiry or RCMP investigation more urgent now than ever? Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio. 911. 911. What's your emergency? Ah, I'm on a cruise ship. Ah, there was an explosion. Oh, my God. The ship is sinking. I can't get out. There's water everywhere. We're going down. I've got a lock on your location. Stay with me. Hello? Are you there? Help is on the way. Angela Bassett and Peter Krause return in an all-new season of 911 on a new night. Thursday, March 14th on Global. Stream on Stack TV.